0: Hey guys, this is Jacob Harris with the Enriching Grace Ministries newsletter number two. Uh, Today, uh, there was a mishap with our newsletter and I wanted to go ahead and address that. Um, We had it all written out. I was going to publish it and uh, be able to have that resource for y'all, but there was a mishap um, with getting it downloaded, so I'm just going to read and uh, work off the notes and what I've understood the news for the christian population to be right now so uh starting on an international note on april 26th uh, muslim fulani herdsmen killed 10 christians in a refugee camp in north central nigeria um, this is in the benu state bringing the number to 33 christians slain in the benu state since the past week The previous Saturday, April 24th, 17 Christians were killed after herdsmen attacked five predominantly Christian communities in the Benue state of Nigeria. There have been numerous attacks prior, killing many more. Um, This has been a pretty common occurrence uh, within the country of Nigeria, with 3,530 Nigerians killed this last year. This makes it the highest country for people being killed for their faith in the world at this moment, uh, at least for this year. On another note, international note, on April 27th in London, an elderly 71-year-old pastor was arrested, questioned, and detained overnight after preaching allegedly homophobic comments outside the Uxbridge Station in West London. He was pulled from atop a mini ladder. And he had a few reported uh, injuries, such as to his elbows and wrists, uh, from the handcuffs and being pulled uh, off of the ladder. Uh, there was two sides to this story, and I want to make sure that I address both of them. Uh, starting there were people alleging that the comments that he was making from the Bible were um, homophobic. And uh, I guess that is a, um, a common suggestion on these uh, these days that uh, people suggesting that the Bible would be homophobic or maybe he did it in an aggressive tone that comes off really insulting and uh, I, c- I can understand that side but there's also a side to this um, with people saying that he was strictly preaching uh, out of the Bible and the word of God so that's the two opposing views in this um, from reading I just want to address that uh, so that it doesn't seem as if i'm being one-sided as i at least give the news i'll give my uh opinion here soon uh on some of these things and on the matter of it but right now i just want to present the news to y'all so um police had received compl- uh complaints about john Sherwood's street preaching and arrested him citing the public order act of 1986. this uh, act is a loose coverall Law that can be used to detain people using abusive or insulting words that can harm someone else. Sherwood was later released uh, without a charge, and he had this uh, a few statements. This is a few statements put together about the incident. He said, I wasn't making any homophobic comments, I was just defining marriage as a relationship between a man and a woman. I was only saying what the Bible says. I wasn't wanting to hurt anyone or cause offense. I was doing what my job description says, which is to preach the gospel in open air, as well in the church building. When the police approached me, I was explaining that I was exercising my religious liberty and conscience. He goes on to describe that he was treated, uh, quote, shamefully. On another international note, uh, May 1st, uh 2021 peve uh i hope that i pronounced that right i'm not fluid in my uh, finnish but um it's the uh, finnish member of parliament and former minister of the interior she has been charged with three counts of ethnic agitation which is basically another word for a hate crime Uh, in this case specifically uh, against the homosexual population Um, She is a member of the uh, Evangelical Lutheran Church of Finland and former chair of the Christian Democrats of uh, Finland. Uh, She has been under police investigation actually since June 2019. Um, These were all in relation to publicly voicing her opinion on marriage and human uh, sexuality. Uh, One case was in a 2004 pamphlet. Uh, another was on a TV show in 2018 um, to where a reporter actually came over to her house and discussed this with her her personal opinions and another from a tweet in response to uh, church leadership uh, regarding their church uh, the church that she attended supporting an uh, LGBTQ community or at least a function Each count at this moment charged against her carries two years, so uh, with three counts, that's six uh, years in total. She claims I did not consider myself guilty of threatening, slandering, or insulting anyone. My statements were all based on the Bible's teachings on marriage and sexuality. Also, she says she will defend my right to confess my faith so that no one else would be deprived of their right to freedom of religion and speech. The more Christians keep silent on controversial themes, the narrower the space of freedom of speech gets. Um, I really like that quote. Uh, there's a few things that I could research more on this and kind of get a perspective of what exactly was said. Um but regardless, I appreciate her response to that. Um, on April 30th, 2021, um, I have a heart-wrenching story about a Pakistani uh, Christian who was tortured into a confession of blasphemy against the religion of Islam after, um, after two months of detainment. Salamite uh, Manshi Mansi Uh, was arrested after studying his Bible in Lahore, uh, Pakistan, in a park. It was him and a fellow Christian, I believe it was his brother, they were studying when they began a conversation with a Muslim man named Harun Ahmad. This conversation uh, quickly escalated, became heated, and Ahmad accused Salamat uh, and uh, his friend Harun of making disparaging comments against Islam, uh which is illegal in the country of pakistan uh there's a penal code for that uh the two were arrested and uh interestingly enough haroon however um, after paying his pre-arrest bail fled the area and uh they're actually looking for him at this moment uh Salamat, Salamat, Salamat's charge uh could carry the death penalty alongside the other christians uh Solomon was tortured into revealing their identity identities um and these countries especially some in some countries people right now uh for speaking their christian views are experiencing persecution in the sense of jail time and heavy fines uh cancel culture it's running rampant right now uh but in some countries like pakistan um there's actually it's actually life or death situation uh when they preach uh, Jesus uh, or speak against um, the religion of Islam, so I really admire uh, Salamat and his uh, courageousness, uh, his courage through this all, but I'll continue on. I'll uh, just have a few more stories that I want to cover, uh, a few I left out uh, because they didn't pertain necessarily to Christianity as much as I uh, would like to hope, even though they were quite interesting. Um, in the U.S., an uh, interesting story has developed or has been developing. On April 26th of 2021, Oklahoma governor signed uh, three pre- uh, pieces of pro-life legislation. Um, they were passed in an overwhelming majority in the Oklahoma State House and Senate. The gov- uh, Governor Kevin Stitt exclaim- exclaims, I'm keeping my promise to sign all pro-life legislation. We now have three more laws protecting the lives of the unborn. House Bill uh, 2441, House Bill 1904, House Bill 1102. The three bills, they serve various functions and uh, protect different rights, but also uh, alter what was previously in place. Uh, Some of these functions include placing strict uh, parameters on when, and why an abortion can be performed. Um, at, from what, the way I understand it, uh, is where and why, this when and why is more so a fact of life or death um, that would be allowed in the state of Oklahoma. But otherwise, um, there's very few situations to where uh, an abortion will be permitted. Uh, it requires heartbeat detection procedures uh, prior to receiving an abortion or looking into the possibility. And it uh, reprimands doctors uh, who violate legislation. Uh, this can be by removal of a practicing license or, uh, in some cases, possibly homicide charges against a doctor. Uh, pro-choice foundations are already gearing up for legal battles, so you'll probably see this in the news in the days to come. Uh, Oklahoma has been in the midst of these uh, starting since uh, last year. And this is interesting. This since the bill has won't even take effect until November, so they're hoping to get these uh, these, le- these legal battles into court as quickly as possible. On April 27th, uh, 2021, another Hillsong pastor is forced to resign due to moral failures. Um, this is the second pastor, following Carl Lentz of Hillsong, New York uh, City. He had to resign following leadership issues, uh, breaches of trust, and moral failures, specifically infidelity. Uh, this occurred in the past November. Darnell uh, Barrett resigns. Uh, the pastor that in, that we're talking about now resigns after sharing two revealing selfies um, on his close friends list on Instagram. Uh, however, on this list was a former church leader that has... Uh, actually moved on from the church that worked with Darnell Uh, it was a 30 year old woman Uh, after sending the pictures he quickly sent another message apologizing and in the midst of this apologies was uh, several obscenities um, that preferably should not be spoken by a uh, pastor or anybody in a Christian leadership role however he he claimed he did not mean to have her on this list and that he accidentally added her. she responded, haha, that's all right," but then immediately blocked him. She later unblocked him uh, in order to express that she knew um, that he was attempting to have a fishing scheme and that this uh, disgusted her. Uh, she is quoted saying she was horrified by the thought of how many uh, other innocent innocent girls that uh, you have manipulated with this ploy of yours darnell a husband of a wife and two kids claims that it was an accident um yet still resigned not defending his position um citing infidelity in his marriage and claims that his wife and him are working through this situation um a few takeaways so these are a few interesting stories that take us to different places but also in a sense reflect the uh, different situations within the body of Christ, uh, at this present moment, uh, one major issue, uh, that you see everywhere you go, uh, is popular in this culture is the discussion on homosexuality, um, and same-sex marriage, although I see more of the problems that are arising are when people speak out, not necessarily against homosexuality itself, but the institution of marriage that uh, really catalyzes some of this. I wanted to address a little bit of both. Um, Well, first of all, a few of these by noting that um, homosexuality, uh, although it is much like other sins, uh, sin is is missing the mark of God. Um, The Greek word is hamartia. Uh, It signifies a sense of separation from God. Um, and I can I can name other sins, really, uh, any sin you can think of, and uh, put it on the same level, and which is a frightening reality that sin itself separates us from God, but uh, it's also the reason that Jesus uh, came to this earth, that he lived a sinless, a sinless life, he died, was buried, and rose again, uh, hallelujah for that but uh, with this referring to this sin specifically we see in various places in the bible uh, starting from even the first book from genesis and then we see it in corinthians and romans uh, specifically romans 124 through 27 um, denotes that homosexuality and these um, these activities are contrary to the nature of god um second timothy three sixteen, 16 um, it discusses how uh, scripture is a guide for moral righteousness, instruction of righteousness, and uh, considering when we read uh, Romans one twenty-four through 27, we see that the homosexual lifestyle is not righteous, but uh, saying that this, there is hope, considering that scripture is an instruction for righteousness. If something is contrary to righteousness, the bible is the instruction to help um, get uh, get on the right track but also receive salvation uh, for the sins that all of us have had all of us experience none of us can avoid um, and that hope comes through the gospel of jesus christ um, my concern that i wanted to address here is if if there is something wrong uh, in this specific case homosexuality um, And scripture has the answer uh, for what is right and wrong, instruction and righteousness, the gospel of Jesus Christ. As governments try to block scripture um, through different legislations and work around their basic constitutions which protect freedom of speech, it worries me um, that governments are trying to suppress an instruction of righteousness, thus replacing um, righteousness with immorality. and Um, As a Christian culture, this should concern people. Um, This should concern people um, who are striving um, after the will of God. Uh, Speaking on marriage, uh, and then I won't be on this too much longer. Uh, The the topic a lot of times is a touchy uh, topic, but I want to uh, signify if anybody uh, struggling with these sins uh, at this moment, uh, I, want to, I want to remind you that God loves you uh, as much as he loves everybody in this world and that he died uh, for the sins of this world and he was buried, he rose again and he loves you dearly he, uh, he offered away um, and continues to offer away and a handout. so uh, marriage was never intended to be other thing, uh, anything other than a man and a woman We see this through various places in the Bible. Uh, Human law tries to redefine marriage, but God's institution uh, of marriage does not change and it uh, will not be recognized. Um, Humans may redefine marriage, but it will stay solid, it will stay the same regardless of what um, they try to redefine it as. Uh, We see this definition in the Old and New Testament um dispensationally and non-dispensationally so whatever your viewpoint is theologically um, it'd be hard to get around this without taking scissors to the bible uh, which i do not suggest at all um, so uh, god instructs what the institution of marriage is uh, a few example books is genesis malachi ephesians uh, and first peter um, we also see that, uh, that the how we need to regard God's Word um, as, as we uh, dive into uh, topics such as homosexuality and what marriage is um, the psalmist David he gives a word for the purity of God's uh, the purity of God's Word and um, how it can help us I'm, I'm gonna read the scripture he says the words of the Lord are pure words as silver tried in a furnace of earth purified seven times this is psalms 12 6 and uh it really helps signify that we should have a high regard for the word of god and what it says uh specifically in this topic on subjects such as homosexuality um when it comes to law uh civil rights of freedom speech are often violated by legislation um additionally to a nation's constitution this happened in the u.s britain and finland at this moment Uh, it's happened in the u.s with extra uh, legislations that chip away at the constitutional cornerstone of freedom of speech Uh, it's happened in england Uh, it happened in england uh, with this one situation uh, regarding the public public order act and how uh, Man, was removed from the streets even though Britain has a fine tradition of street preaching um, dating all the way back to people such as John Wesley, um, Methodist greats. Um, and in Finland uh, they're avoiding the Constitution uh, of their country through the ratification of the European uh, Convention on Human Rights and adapting that into the Finnish legal code. Uh, England is kind of in the same boat there. A few more things I want to discuss, and then um, I'm going to bid you a good day. Uh, First of all, is the sanctity of life. Um, uh, I'm excited in the developments that's happened in Oklahoma. Uh, Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath uh, before ordained, that we should walk in them. So two aspects of this that I want to relate to to abortion. Um, I know this verse was not specifically referring to abortion, but um, in that regard it is referring to life and life abundantly in Christ Jesus. Um, So exegetically, exegetically, uh, for all y'all out there listening, don't don't tear me up on this one, but uh, I feel like it pertains really well. Two aspects. First of all, we are his workmanship. Um, We are uh, intricately made by Jesus for a purpose, and uh, one of those main purposes is to reflect his glory. And he offers us a way to reflect his glory through the gospel of Jesus Christ. Um, And also, the second aspect so uh, we are his workmanship, and second, we are ordained, ordained before our conception. And this signifies that God had a hand in our life even before our parents even had the thought of us or uh, we were conceived. So um, God's will, his plan for our life is ordained and we are his workmanship. These are two things to remember um, when we are considering um, the sanctity of life and how important uh, your life is to um, God the Father God the son God the uh holy spirit that he would send his son um to do what he did for us it's an amazing thought um so congratulations to uh governor stitt and the oklahoma house and senate for the work that y'all are doing um to save there's about 62 million babies uh have been institutionally uh, institutionally killed since the roadway decision in 1973 i believe it was um Sixty two million is a very high population, um, that never got to see the light of day, at least not alive, um, because of this uh, atrocity atrocity of uh of a legal decision. Lastly, leadership. Um the situation with the Hillsong pastor, uh is very sad. Uh it's, it's nothing to joke about. Uh pastors get caught up. Um and more issues but uh, sometimes I wonder if they were ever supposed to be in that leadership position um, reading about uh, some of the things uh, that came out of his mouth uh, prior to this and during this situation when he tried to correct his actions supposedly uh, with the woman uh, and the obscenities that came out of his mouth to a former uh, church worker um, so what I want to mention and look up a, a verse for you is out of Ephesians 4, 11 through 13. Let's see. Uh, and this verse is in regard to uh, leadership and what the role of a leader is. And it says, And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in the unity of faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of God so that's, that's a lot and i could get break it down verse for verse and make this so much longer um but i'm not i just want y'all to get a few things out of that first of all that uh, are the leaders we follow uh biblical um godly edifying people um and second are they maintaining a unity within the body of christ or is it dissension um This is important to know because people that cause dissension, the Bible gives a very clear guideline. Um, uh, Paul does, once again, in Romans. I know we've been in Romans a little bit uh, as I discussed this, but um, who are we following? And if it's not of God, uh, this is what uh, Paul says. He says, Now I beseech you, brethren, mark them which cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine which ye have learned, and avoid them. For they that are such serve not our, our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly, and by good words and fair speeches deceive the hearts of the simple. If they are not fulfilling their role as a pastor and are uh, working contrary to the scriptures, mark them and avoid them, friends. So that's the news and that's a little bit of input on some of the topics uh personal uh personal opinion uh and the word of god so i hope y'all enjoyed i'm sorry that i was not able to upload a paper version of the news this week but i will be back on track next saturday i love y'all uh god bless thank you for listening and if y'all have any questions uh message me at Harris at gmail.com j-a-c-o-b-b-e-h-a-r-r-i-s at gmail.com Alright guys, this has been uh, a moment with Enriching Grace Ministries and I hope y'all have a wonderful day, night, morning, wherever you are in your day. God bless.